Hey, hi, how's it going? Welcome back to the Living Lizzie podcast with me, Lizzie. I am so excited to be shooting this episode today um, all about my phrase of the year. I don't do a word of the year or New Year's resolutions. I do a phrase and my phrase this year is goal-focused, God-grounded. But before we get into it, make sure that you like, follow, subscribe uh, wherever you are listening to this podcast on uh, to make sure that you don't miss any of our future episodes. And don't forget to like it as well as um, give us a review. Us. It's just me. <laughs> it's nobody else. But don't forget to give me a five star review um, and leave me a little love to let me know what you think about the podcast so far. Um, and also don't forget to share your thoughts of the podcast on social media so I know where you are listening um, from and I can thank you for listening. So with that being said, let's get into it. So this year, my phrase of the year is goal focus, God grounded. And the reason I came up with this saying slash phrase um, for many reasons is because one, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I think New Year's resolutions are stupid. The reason that is, is Everyone who makes them, um, that's an umbrella term, okay? 99.8% of people that make New Year's resolutions don't do anything with them. <laughs> they literally um, join the gym, um, eat healthy for the first two, three weeks of the year, and then just downward spiral into their old habits. And I always say it does not need... There's no reason to wait to a new year, a new day, a new week, a new month to start your goals. Start your goals right then and there. Because in reality, if you're a person who says, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it next week. Oh, I'll do it next month. You're never going to actually do it. You're just going to keep pushing it off and making excuses for yourself. So that's one reason why I never do New Year's resolutions. (laughs) And two, I don't do a word of the year because I talk too much and Um, my vocabulary isn't strong enough to find one word that adequately, um, puts into description of what I want to make of my year. So I come up with the phrase. And so this year's phrase again is goal focused and God grounded. So the reason that I chose goal focused and God grounded and sorry in advance for like the echoiness of the podcast, I'm sitting on my couch doing this. Normally I do it in my basement has a little bit more um, protection of (laughs) bouncing off a sound, but my son's sleeping and I only work when he's sleeping and (laughs) this is the only place that I could do the podcast right now. But um, the reason it is goal-focused and God-grounded is because I have a ridiculous amount of goals this year and I'll spew off a few of them and the reason I'll share them is because they say that when you share them, you have a higher chance of achieving them because you have a bunch of people around you keeping you accountable. So the first goal of mine, biggest, craziest one is to become debt free. (laughs) And if you know me, um, my husband and I purchased a house two years ago. So being able to pay off of our house, pay off our house in full in three years is insane um and as well as being able to pay off my student loan so between those two it's it's up there but that's one of my biggest biggest goals my next goal is to be able to book 50 weddings with my faces by lizzie um 
business that I have, which is a makeup artistry business. I'm also in the process of developing courses for people who want to become makeup artists one day and um, providing them an outlet to be able to do that. And so developing courses is my next one. And my last one is, I think, pretty crazy, but I think it's, um, in my head, (laughs) pretty uh, reasonable to achieve. But I want to change a thousand people's lives through the business of Monet and then 5,000 through the products of Monet. So lots of life changing. But within all those life changing goals that I have, it all revolves around money and The reason that I say goal focused and God grounded is because when you are going for goals that is surrounded by money, you become, it becomes funky, okay? Um, Because you can't serve two masters. You can't serve money and God. You can only serve one. And so um, when your goals are surrounded by money, you can start getting consumed by money. Um, I mean, look at the lives of people on social media. Now, people live a life of luxury on social media, but being in the social media world, fun fact, <laughs> most of those people have a crap ton of debt, as well as all the fancy things that they own, their loans, They're loaned, they're leased, they are not owned. And people have a ton of debt. And they live this lavish life and they preach about money. They're like, money this, money that. They're throwing $100 bills up in the air. That's a little aggressive, but there are people out there. And we become so obsessed with the dollar and looking like we have lots of money. Like I'm currently recording this podcast in sweatpants that I've had literally since ninth grade. I bought them with my best friend, Caitlin, um, on Black Friday. (laughs) They're Victoria's Secret. There's holes everywhere. There's paint everywhere on these pants. But my biggest goal is making sure throughout the process of accomplishing these goals is that I do not change who I am because I am excelling financially. And it's so funny that I'm touching on this today. Disregard my raspy voice. It is so dry here in North Dakota. So my voice is extra dry, extra dry, extra raspy. But um, it's so funny that I touch on this because today at church, Mike was talking about this, um, my pastor. And um, he was talking about how People have become so attached to money. The money in their physical bank account has become an attachment. So to those who are listening right now, who are followers or um, people who would consider themselves Christ followers or even consider them to be generous people, if somebody, if God was calling you to give $500 in your bank account to a specific thing, Um, And he was calling you and pulling you to do that. Would you do it without any question? And if your answer is no, that is a sign that you have a potential unhealthy relationship with money and you are more attached than money than trusting God. And I know that's a crazy thing to think about um, because so often we're like, well, I have to have money to pay bills. I have to have money for this. I'm going to give you guys a, a scenario it's not even a scenario um, an event that happened within my life last year when um, I was pregnant that really made me 
trust God so much more with my money and trusting him so much more with his timing. So at the time of everything that I'm going to be talking about um, was around um, the beginning of ish the year where I was dealing with some pretty emergent family stuff going on for the first five months of the year. Um, I was pregnant (laughs) and then I was also um, trying to grow two businesses. So Faces by Lizzie and my Monet business. And basically um, it all has to revolve around my wedding business my faces by lizzie where i do makeup artistry um for brides um and i am a luxurious makeup artist so on average um, people pay anywhere between 1400 to 2100 dollars to book with me for their wedding depending on how small or large their bridal party is and because I am an investment for a person's wedding day, um, I know I'm not budget friendly. I'm fully aware of that. But I know lots of people want to work with me. And so I open it up for payment plans for people to work with me. Um, and so because of Rona, I had to put specific clauses and different things within my um, contract for brides to not only protect them, but to protect myself, um, not only for my business protection, but financially protecting myself. Because in 2020, um, <laughs> I had 18 weddings booked and all of them canceled except two. So I had to give all that money back to people. Um, and then 2021, um, I added a clause to financially protect myself and my business because we're running a business, we have bills to pay, and we can't have people being wishy-washy in and out. And I get the Rona thing, but not at the same time. So um, because I was a Rona bride, we still had our wedding. Anyways, continuing on. So I, um, I had this bride who paid in full and within my clause I say okay um, this many amount of days before your wedding you are guaranteed this percentage back if you cancel this this percentage this this percentage and so on and so forth the so closer you get to your date the less likely you are going to get a refund whatsoever um, and that's because there are too many people that I've worked with who said oh my gosh I'm so excited to work with you blah 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 two months later <laughs> you know what me and him we're not gonna get together we're not getting married anymore. Can I have my money back? No, no, sister. We have to, this just goes on to a different tangent. We need to um, love and appreciate marriage so much more than what it is now. People just use the word marriage left and right. Um, Get married and then get an old a month later. Like it happens too often. So I have a thing in my clause to protect myself from that. Um, And and so this specific bride, she paid in full. She paid the full uh, chunk right away, uh, which is very rare for my brides to do that, which is okay. Um, and so I was like, hey, heck yeah. Um, and two months prior to her wedding, she contacts me and says, hey, Lizzie, um, I'm canceling my wedding. Um, we're still going to be together, but we don't want to get married. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, so sorry to hear that. Like, hope everything's okay. She's like, yep, everything's great. We're just not going to get married. I would love all my money back. In my contract, because she's two months out, she is not guaranteed um, anything really. But I am a person where I go, "Mm, that's a lot of money to be out. I'll try to give her something back. Um, My deposit is non-refundable, so she didn't get that. But the rest of it still a large chunk (laughs) and so I needed to figure a way out how to 
pay back because she was in that time frame where um, she wasn't guaranteed to get any money back. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes because my heart, I go, Ooh, I don't want a bad, yeah, bad reviews now. You can be canceled in a heartbeat. And long story short, I refunded her and I basically emptied out my entire savings account because of that. It was also <laughs> towards the beginning of the first of the month. And I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to be able to pay my bills. I don't know how I'm going to be able to pay my bills because I don't have Lucas pay any of my personal bills and any of my personal debt because I got myself into it. I know we're married, but I want to pay it off. I did it to myself, so I want to have the accomplishment of paying it off myself as well. So (laughs) I was strapped. I was emotional because I was pregnant. I was emotional because I just emptied out my entire savings account to give to somebody who no longer is going to get married because she doesn't want to get married. Um, And I bills are coming up and I don't know how the hell I'm about to pay them um, for how many bills that I personally have. It's a personal problem. However, I normally am very financially smart about my spending. <clears throat> so in this situation, I was like, I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to pay this woman in the time that she wants me to pay her back. Um, I understand that she's the one who's choosing not to have this wedding anymore. In my contract, I say this. However, business, I got to do this. Personal I got to do this and heart wise, I got to do this. So I was stuck in three different places of what I was supposed to do. So I paid her all back, but I ended up having $30 to my name at that time, literally $30 in my bank account. And in this situation, I was so, so emotional. I was like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do. I started busting my butt to try to book some weddings, um, to try to get some more income. I was trying to sell as literally as much shampoo as I could humanly possibly do because we get paid out every single Friday. So I was like, okay, if I sell this amount of shampoo, I'll get this much before the first of the month. I can totally do that, blah, blah, blah. And I was pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. But what I was doing is I was putting so much faith in myself and so little faith in God. And it took a long time for me to be able to realize that's what I was doing, but that's what I was doing. And I was, and I sat in the car ride on the way to our midwife's appointment because I was planning on having a home birth. So we were working with a midwife and on our drive down there, I was crying to Lucas. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I've, um, growing up, I had a really unhealthy relationship with money. We can have a different podcast on that, but I was just sobbing to him. I was like, I don't know what I was doing. I was being so good with my money. I was being so smart about it. Now I'm in this situation. I don't know what I'm going to do, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, well, have you prayed about it? And I was like, no, (laughs) no, I haven't. So I sat and I prayed, cried and prayed like a sobbing, emotional, pregnant mess praying to God be like God please help me please help me I don't know what to do like I need this money I don't want to go and negative in my bank account I don't want to rely on my credit card again because I had just paid off the entire credit card that I spent many many years trying to pay off in the first place which had a $15,000 credit limit I'd maxed it out and it stayed maxed out for more than a year and a half And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, please help me. Like, please somehow bless me financially so I am not strapped. 
And so I just cried. I cried um, pretty much the first 20, 25 minutes of our car ride to our midwife because it was about an hour and 10 minutes to our midwife. And I just sobbed. I sobbed and prayed, sobbed and prayed. Um, and then I was just like, you know what? I just got to let it go. I got to let it go and let it be in God's timing because God knows what he's doing and he's trying to teach me a lesson. And I say this all the time. In every situation that is stressful for you, there is a lesson. And that lesson is a blessing from God, whether we realize it or not. So we're getting about the halfway point to our destination, to our midwife. And I get a ping. It was like, ping, on my phone. I was like, oh, what is that? Who's texting me? Mm, popular. Just kidding. <laughs> but I was like, okay, what is that? And it was a notification that a bride finally paid her contract and she paid 50% of her contract and I was an emotional mess because not only was I able to pay my bills um, for the month but I wasn't I was slowly able to replenish the savings account that I had um, in my like security for if you know the bride decides to not no longer want to get married And in that moment, I realized that I was putting more faith in my ability than God. And so as we have large goals going into 2022, as we have large goals, because I know there's lots of people out there who want to start creating uh, generational wealth, who want to start creating, um, you know, passive income, they want to be able to start you know, having a more free living life and not being stuck behind a desk. I know there's so many people out there who want that. But with that being said, you have to put your faith more in God than in yourself. And you cannot be pushed for the money. Because I'm going to tell you something, money will always disappoint you, but God never will. And I also say that in every single disappointment that happens in our life, it's because God has something way better for us ahead. And as you are working towards, you know, big financial goals for yourself, always make sure that you're turning back to God because he's the one who's opening those financial blessing doors that is allowing you to grow financially, that's allowing you to grow your business, that's allowing you to impact as many people as you are you aren't doing it. God is the one who is putting those stepping stones down for you to be able to be successful. And that is why I'm goal focused. I'm focused on the goals that I have, but I'm making sure that I'm keeping God as my foundation and God is grounding me through every single step of the way. And I know that there are going to be times that are going to be amazing. And I know there's going to be times where it's going to be incredibly hard. But I've also learned that the devil and the enemy is going to attack you even harder when you are on the path of what God has for you and what God has planned for you. And that's why, you know, I have this feeling like this is what I'm called to do. And there are so many other things on top of those main goals that I just shared that 
you know, are very, very, very God focused. Um, and the enemy hates, absolutely hates when you grow your relationship with God, hates that you are going after your calling and would rather have you live in a state of fear and emptiness. And so when you start finding abundance within your life because of God and you start finding joy and start not having fear because you are having God as your foundation, the enemy is going to try to attack you even harder. And that's why it's so important to remember to stay God grounded and know that there's going to be ups and downs within every single goal that you have. There's going to be ups and downs in every single aspect of business. There's going to be ups and downs of every single aspect of relationships. But you have to remember to be focused on the fact that God has a plan for you. You are on the correct path of what he has planned for you and to Never, ever, ever let the enemy win. And guess what? When you stay God grounded, you stay God focused, you stay gratitude based, you stay humble, and you don't focus on the cheddar. You don't focus on the fame. You don't focus on any of those things. And you truly focus on living a God driven, servant, humble life. You will be able to do incredible and life-changing things not only for yourself but for other people so as you go forward throughout this year and you start you know climbing up the ladder of the goals that you have for yourself and you get it closer and closer and closer go back to what I said earlier if you have $500 in your bank account and God is calling you to give that $500 to somebody do it Don't ask questions about it because God's got you. He's got you a hundred percent and that's where you have to start putting your a hundred percent trust in God because he's no, he knows what he's doing more than we will ever know. That is today's episode, friends. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. But with that being said, don't forget your love. Don't forget to be kind to one another. And most importantly, don't forget to be kind to yourself. Spread love, not hate. And I'll see you guys on next week's episode.